When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Brian, and this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're exploring what it is to know who we are. We got it started Monday with Who Are You Really? Yesterday, we took a closer look at personality tests. Today, we're exploring altruism. Besides extroversion and introversion, one of the ways we humans love to define ourselves and others is whether or not we are innately good or bad. Similar to the conversation about unwaveringly definitive personality traits, there are very few instances where we can decide whether someone is ultimately one or the other. For the sake of today's conversation, we're exploring goodliness as altruism. In her collaboration with TED Talks, author and associate professor of psychology and interdisciplinary neuroscience at Georgetown University, Abigail Marsh, digs in on the topic. Marsh explains... There's a man out there somewhere who looks a little bit like the actor Idris Elba, or at least he did 20 years ago. She doesn't know anything else about him, except that he once saved her life by putting his own life in danger. This man ran across four lanes of freeway traffic in the middle of the night to bring her back to safety after a car accident that could have killed her. And the whole thing left her really shaken up, obviously but it also left her with this kind of burning, gnawing need to understand why he did it. What forces within him caused him to make the choice that she owes her life to, to risk his own life to save the life of a stranger. In other words, what are the causes of his or anybody else's capacity for altruism? Answering these questions requires exploring the roots of extraordinary acts of altruism and what might make people who engage in such acts different than other people. But until recently, very little work on this topic had been done. Marsh explains that she actually started from the opposite end of the spectrum with psychopathy, which is a developmental disorder with strongly genetic origins. It results in a personality that's cold and uncaring, and a tendency to engage in antisocial and sometimes very violent behavior. Marsh and her colleagues at the National Institute of Mental Health conducted some of the first ever brain imaging research of psychopathic adolescents, and their findings, and the findings of other researchers now, have shown that people who are psychopathic pretty reliably exhibit three characteristics. First, although they're not generally insensitive to other people's emotions, they are insensitive to signs that other people are in distress. And in particular, they have difficulty recognizing fearful facial expressions. And fearful expressions convey urgent need and emotional distress, and they usually elicit compassion and a desire to help in people who see them. So it makes sense that people who tend to lack compassion also tend to be insensitive to these cues. The part of the brain that's the most important for recognizing fearful expressions is called the amygdala. There are very rare cases of people who lack amygdalas completely, and they're profoundly impaired in recognizing fearful expressions. 
And whereas healthy adults and children usually show big spikes in amygdala activity when they look at fearful expressions, psychopaths' amygdalas are underreactive to these expressions. Sometimes they don't react at all, which may be why they have trouble detecting these cues. Finally, psychopaths' amygdalas are smaller than average by about 18 or 20%. All of these findings are reliable and robust. Marsh's question becomes, could extraordinary altruism, which is the opposite of psychopathy in terms of compassion and the desire to help other people, emerge from a brain that is also the opposite of psychopathy, a sort of anti-psychopathic brain, better able to recognize other people's fear, an amygdala that's more reactive to this expression and may be larger than average as well. Marsh shares that her research has now shown all three things are true. They tested a population of truly extraordinary altruists, people who volunteered to undergo major surgery so that one of their own healthy kidneys can be removed and transplanted into a very ill stranger that they've never met and may never meet. Why would anybody do this is a very common question. And the answer may be that the brains of these extraordinary altruists have certain special characteristics. They're better at recognizing other people's fear. They're literally better at detecting when somebody else is in distress. This may be in part because their amygdala is more reactive to these expressions. And finally, their amygdalas are larger than average as well, by about 8%. So together, what the data suggests is the existence of something like a spectrum of caring or compassion in the world that's anchored at one end by people who are highly psychopathic and at the other end by people who are driven to acts of extreme altruism. Marsh adds that what makes extraordinary altruists so different is not just that they're more compassionate than average, but what's even more unusual about them is that they're compassionate and altruistic, not just towards people who are in their own innermost circle of friends and family, but way beyond that circle, even beyond their wider circle of acquaintances, to people who are outside their social circle altogether, total strangers, just like the man who rescued Marsh. Marsh shares that she's had the opportunity to ask a lot of altruistic kidney donors how it is that they manage to generate such a wide circle of compassion that they're willing to give a complete stranger their kidney. And she found it's a really difficult question for them to answer. Fewer than 2,000 Americans have ever given a kidney to a stranger. So what did these donors say when asked what makes them special? Nothing. They say there's nothing special at all about them. They're just the same as everybody else. Marsh shares that altruists literally don't think of themselves as being at the center of anything, as being better or more inherently important than anybody else. This amazing lack of self-centeredness is humility, which is that quality that, in the words of St. Augustine, makes men as angels. And why is that? It's because if there's no center of our circle, there can be no inner rings or outer rings. Nobody who is more or less worthy of our care and compassion than anybody else. And I think this is what really distinguishes extraordinary altruists from the average person. Marsh finishes by saying a lot of people, and this includes everybody from philosophers and economists to ordinary people, believe that human nature is fundamentally selfish, that we're only ever really motivated by our own welfare. But if that's true, why do some people, like the stranger who rescued Marsh, 
do selfless things, like helping other people at enormous risk and cost to themselves. Ultimately, Marsh believes the roots of altruism and compassion are just as much a part of human nature as cruelty and violence, maybe even more so. And while some people do seem to be inherently more sensitive to the suffering of distant others, she believes that the ability to remove oneself from the center of the circle and expand the circle of compassion outward to include even strangers is within reach for almost everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Greens. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week, Who Are You? Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.